0: Hello, hello, and welcome to the Unrefined Podcast. I am your host, Tori Harper, and I'm so happy to have you here today for the very first episode. So let's just start with what is this podcast going to be about and how did this come about? So I have had my fair share of trials with podcasts, and I just never started one where I was talking about the things that I wanted to talk about and that I'm very passionate about. And I've always wanted to do a podcast and have a platform to be able to talk about the things that I think are important. And so I just decided I'm going to create my own podcast, just me. I might have guests in the future and things along those lines, but I just want to talk about the things that are important to me. And the reason I came up with the name Unrefined is because I am a chronic people pleaser. I bet some of you can relate. And I tend to find myself in situations where people will be talking to me about their beliefs and their opinions. And I just sit there and nod and tend to agree and have this deep fear of talking about the things that I genuinely believe in. And I want that to stop. I want this to be my platform where I can talk about the things that I believe in and what I believe to be true. And in my life specifically, there are a few things that kind of consume my life and make me who I am. And that narrows down to my faith with Jesus Christ Um, being the top priority and then fitness is a huge part of my life. It's always been a huge part of my life and also business. I am a part of a family business and I spend a lot of time thinking about business and you know I'm in marketing so I work with other businesses and I have learned quite a few things along the way that I think can be helpful to other people and then the last thing that's recently been a development in my life has been books. I read a lot of books now, and so I think that could be really fun to talk about. And I think that there are a lot of people out there that also read a lot of books, so just a little side piece that kind of has consumed my life. But I really want to talk about those things, and I think that I have a lot of stories and insight that can. And might be helpful to those who might be like me. So I thought I'd just take this first episode uh, to talk about my story, who I am, uh, how I've gotten to where I am today. And then also I really wanted to end this episode with a small segment talking about making friendships later in life. Especially as a female and how hard that can be when you get out of high school and you're not forced to be around people anymore. I think that a lot of women specifically struggle with that later in life, so I thought we could touch on that as as our topics for today. So, let's just go straight into specifically my life, a little bit of background on me and my story. So, uh, I grew up in a town called Keller, Texas, and it's a little bit of a bubble of suburbia on the outskirts of Fort Worth. And I, I, originally I was born in Spokane, Washington. I moved down to Texas when I was five years old. So Keller, Texas has been my home for the latter of 20 years now, like 23 years. Um, And recently I have moved out to Weatherford, Texas, which is now where I reside. It is a country town on the outside of Fort Worth, Texas. So, um, I grew up as a huge tomboy and playing sports, all sports, specifically through middle school. I played volleyball, basketball, ran track, did cross country. I tried soccer for a second. It wasn't really my thing. The only sport I didn't really play growing up was softball. And I, that consumed my life all through school and i got to high school and i played i decided to commit myself to playing basketball and so when i say it consumed my life it completely consumed my life it was who i was as a human being and my whole personality resided around basketball getting better at basketball and i think if you played a sport growing up you can kind of relate where your only goal was to get a scholarship to go play college for that sport because you didn't know anything else and so that consumed my life for the for 6 years and i made every food choice, every workout choice, every life choice based off of this sport and so i really learned work ethic through basketball i really learned friendships through basketball, which was not necessarily the most healthy thing for me because if when I was in high school, if you didn't play sports, I didn't relate to you. And the girls on my team, I didn't really relate to anyways, but we were forced to be friends anyways. So, I didn't necessarily learn how to make friendships in the best way because I was just forced to be around these people. So, I was like, okay, these are my friends, but I never really got close with anyone because I was super focused and very competitive. Very competitive. I grew up up in a competitive family and so you almost feel as like everyone is a threat around you at all times and that you need to beat them and be the best and I just always wanted reassurance and people to be proud of me, and I thought the only way to do that was to be good at my sport, and the only way to be good at your sport was through hard work, so I did learn good work ethic, Uh, so then I did end up getting a scholarship to go play basketball up in Seattle, and I went up there away from my family. Uh, I do have family in Spokane, Washington, but I didn't realize at the time that Seattle is five hours away, so I didn't really get to see them when I was up there, and I went up to play college basketball, and it was honestly a terrible experience for me, and I might go into more detail in a later episode if that's something y'all want to hear about, but it was it was a terrible experience. I was bullied. I I guess you could call it hazing if you want to say that, but really it was just that the girls on the team didn't like me, and I think there were some competitive nature there. We were all fighting for spots on the team with the new coach, and then the culture of the team was not set up very, very well by this coach. She didn't want us to be a family. She more wanted us to to pin us against each other, and kind of throw each other under, under the bus, she did create that culture, and so uh, I got in trouble quite a few times, and then once I got in trouble initially, I I was taken out, this it's just short, long story short, I was taken out to a party, and then those girls, we had a, what was called a dry season, and so that means we weren't allowed to drink during season, and at the time, I didn't necessarily know that meant We weren't allowed to go to parties. So I went to this party and I didn't drink because I was like, okay, well, I'm not, I'm in dry season. I'm not going to drink. I'm going to uphold to that. But it was Halloween and I was like, I want to go out with everyone and hang out with everyone. I didn't know people. And so went out and then they ended up going to the coach and telling the coach that they were at the party and then that I was also at the party. But it made me look really bad because I wasn't there to confess with them and so we all three did end up getting suspended, but I got the brunt of the anger, if that makes sense, and I never had a chance from there to make any kind of impact on the team. I worked my butt off for a good three months, and then I kind of just phoned it in, and I was like, okay, well, I'm here. I'm at college. I'm not going to play anyways. This coach hates me, so I kind of went and had my fun you know those college fun days and so I had decided at the end of the year that I did want to come back to go to school but I wasn't going to play uh, and then the coach brought me in at the end of the year and told me that I should basically pack my bags and go home and that kind of solidified it for me I was like I don't want to be here I don't want to be around these people they're not for me and so I ended up going home going to transferring to a different college. And then I ended up actually getting in and working with the family business and I really enjoyed it. So I did not finish my degree. I ended up just transitioning over into the family business and really taking a initiative and a role in the business and deciding that that's what I wanted to do. And so my, my family business is a marketing company. We do digital marketing and I specifically work in SEO, social media, email marketing, the digital marketing side. We also have a website development side of our business and I do not work in that very much, only here and there. And so then I got into the family business and that really is where I am today. I've been working for the family business for now about eight years, but I worked in the family business for a little bit for about two years, so you could say ten, and that is now where my business experience comes from, and I'm really grateful grateful for it, and it was definitely God's plan for me to, for that to be the route that I went, and so anyways, so some trials and tribulations that I went through a little bit more about me, a little bit more on the vulnerable side. I, when I was 20 years old or 21 years old, I met a guy and fell in love, you know, first love, all that, all that stuff. And he was not the best uh, for me. And so anyways, we ended up getting married and Having a relationship, but the relationship did turn abusive pretty quickly. I was with this guy for about three years and then we split. And after a couple situations where things did get physical, and so I, in this relationship, I had given my life to Christ and I have found a relationship with God, and I'm so grateful for that but i did think i do think that made leaving a little bit more difficult but it w- did end up being a very dangerous situation so i think there are some things and lessons that can be talked about when you find faith and there are things that come up that you know don't necessarily align with your beliefs uh, leaving that situation and and i'm so grateful i did because god had a plan for me and at the end of the day god has a plan for you you just need to continue to press into that and really ask him you know is this what i'm supposed to be doing do i need to try and work this out and i did i prayed a ton and asked him about that and he definitely gave me no doubt about it signs that that was not a safe situation for me so i did end up leaving that and i really pressed into my faith in the time that i was single and I then, I met my now husband, who is such a gift from God, and he had the same values and beliefs as me and has gone through his own things. And we came together, and he is such a, an amazing human. He is the perfect partner for me specifically. I think that there are other women out there that would not do well in a marriage with him, which is completely fine uh, because God made us to be exactly who we are, but he is very career-driven. He is, you know, I'll go over the things because he is a big part of my life, but he is very ambitious, and he loves working out just as much as I do. He's very athletic. We have very similar views on things, and he is not the most patient, you know, when you think of a man that you would want a lot of people say patient and kind. He's not the most patient human being in the world, but I think that's something that I need because I I like the more the less patience and the more, like, let's get things done mentality, if that makes sense, and that is good for me specifically, and he is patient in the times that that calls for, and so I think that you can think of a perfect man in your brain, but only God knows who that, who that right person is for you, and, and through waiting and through patience, he will give, he will, he will give you that, and, you know, just continue to be faithful for all those girlies out there that, might be single but so I met him and we met actually playing slow pitch softball which is really funny because that's something I never played growing up and I thought I was so athletic and I was so good at the sport and I was picking it up so fast and it's really funny to look back on now because the first game that he came and watched me I played terrible. I was playing second base just like a short story. I was playing second base and there was a pop-up which should have been in hindsight a really easy play to make and I got like if you think about um smalls in the sandlot and glove up in the sky head down eyes closed that was me and except I didn't actually catch the ball and so Bless his heart because he was so nice to me and he did not tell me I was terrible at the time and we talk about it now and I think he's, he doesn't ever say I was terrible but he he does hint at the fact that I wasn't that great but that's fine. I'm glad that I thought that because it kept me going and that's how we met and so I'm really grateful for it but so we met and we dated for about a year, a little bit yeah, a year, and then we ended up getting engaged, and then we ended up eloping, which was honestly, like, perfect for me because I don't like being in front of people very much. Like, I I don't want to say very personal things. I think that's the people-pleaser uh, introvert in me. I don't like saying being very vulnerable in front of people and so we did a small ceremony in my parents backyard and then a year later we did our actual vows out at zion which is amazing and such a special gift to me because i got to have that special moment with just him and we have pictures and things there's a photographer there it was awesome but that's just so perfect for for us and for me and i i'm just very grateful for that gift of being able to have that time and we had a really awesome vacation and so now we're married with our three puppers out in the country and it's just it's been good I really am like really happy and settled I think that for me it's just been so nice because I think for a while my life was very chaotic and now it's just very peaceful and I'm very very grateful for the peace and not the constant chaos, and I just try to find that balance, no matter what season of life we're in, because peace is just so amazing, and I want to be able to give that to our family moving forward. All right, so going into now, uh, the another big piece of our life is CrossFit. We are both currently new CrossFit coaches, which is super awesome, and we started CrossFit about two years ago now, and it has been such a big shift and positive change in our life. Like I mentioned, we did meet playing softball, and although it is active, it's not very healthy. It's kind of actually a toxic environment, both friendship-wise and just the culture, and a lot of drinking during playing, and a lot of toxic... Uh, backstabbing. I don't want to say backstabbing, but like drama and just rumors. And that's just something that he was able to keep himself out of mentally. But at me, as someone who craved friendship, I didn't, I wasn't able to disconnect from that. And so, we ended up finding CrossFit and it was just such a good environment. And we became obsessed with the sports side of it. And it's a lot more of a competitive environment and it really honed in in on our personalities and being able to go in there and kind of compete in a little class-like environment and we met a lot of like-minded people and so we were a part of one gym for a year and then we ended up switching gyms to a gym in Weatherford. The one we were originally going to was in Granbury and we Really wanted to place ourselves in Weatherford because that's the school district that we're in and we wanted to find like a family environment in the Weatherford area and we ended up finding the gym that we're at now and it's just been amazing. The people there are amazing. We have a Bible study there now on Friday nights and a group of people that come and work out and then we get to talk about God and it's just so fun And I'm just so grateful for the community that we have now. And we have been coaching now. I've been coaching now for about two months. And Sean has been coaching now only for like a couple weeks. But now we get to help others find like the passion of CrossFit, which is amazing. And I have always loved fitness. Like I have always wanted, not wanted to, but I've always been active. Like I actually have always been active. I played sports and then after after I stopped sports, I kind of had that moment of like, who am I and what do I do now? And I always knew I wanted to be active. And later on, I obviously found my identity in Christ, thank God. But I now have an outlet. I, I tried to do some other things. Like I tried to do trail racing for a couple years and you know, long endurance just isn't for me. I'm capped out at like an hour and a half. So I've done a few competitions that are functional fitness competitions and I love those and and it's taken me about an hour and a half, but that's my, that's my limit. I'm not, I don't want to go and run for three hours or even really, I don't want to just run for like an hour. It's kind of boring. I need something a little bit more stimulating. And so I tried trail racing. The community is amazing. If you love running, highly recommend it. But it got boring and it also got repetitive. And I ended up having a hip injury for a while. And I was having a hard time transitioning back into the gym uh, with the weightlifting because I knew that's something I needed to do to prevent injury because I've had two ACL tears. And I know how important the strength part of everything was. But I just was so bored. Sean and I would go to the gym and we try to knock out our five sets of five and our, you know, we wanna look good and we wanna build muscle and, you know, we really, I would just, it would be agonizing hyping myself up to go to the gym every day. I'd sit on the couch and I'd be like, you need to go to the gym. And then internally, I'd be like, yeah, but I could just go tomorrow. I only really need to work out five days a week. So, if I skip today and I do three days in a row, I'll hit my goal. And if I hit my macros, then I'll lose weight. And it was just so exhausting all the time. It's like all I thought about. And I think if you might be in the workout realm, y- you might. And you're going to the gym and you're doing your you know, normal workout to get bigger legs or you know abs or whatever you might be able to relate and I hope I can maybe relate to some people out there but it's just boring and then like sometimes I would get into like a good mojo and I'd want to go to the gym and I'd go three three weeks in a row six days a week and I'd start to see results and then vacation would hit. And then I go on vacation, and then I'd have to start all over again of not being motivated. And it was the motivation thing. And you go to the gym, you put your headphones on, you don't talk to anyone, and you also get angry when people are looking at you. You are like, "Why is this guy looking at me?" And he might just be looking at the water fountain, debating if he wants to go to the to go get a drink of water. But I might be in. The, he might be look like he's looking at me, and it's just like I don't know. It's exhausting to me, and I couldn't do it. Long term, like it was not a good long term solution for me. It was not something I was going to do for the rest of my life. And I also did not love the sport of powerlifting or anything like that. I didn't want to lift heavy, 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 heavy deadlift all the time or heavy, heavy back squat all the time. So I think that finding CrossFit at the time that I did was such a God given gift. And we went in and it was just so, sti- like, I keep saying stimulating because I do need something very stimulating and different. And it's like every day is a different workout. You're still doing your back squat and your deadlift and you get to do the fun Olympic lifts, which are hard to master, which I think makes it more fun for me. And it was just such a breath of fresh air because not only is it new and exciting and stimulating and Different movements that get you excited, but it works. I I first started when I went to CrossFit, and I hate talking about weight because it's it is immeasurable, but only by so much. But that's what people relate to. They're like, "Oh my gosh, how much weight did you lose?" So I. Went in there at 180 pounds, and Sean went in there in there at 145 pounds, and I I never really told him where exactly I started because I was super embarrassed because I was working out, it just wasn't working, you know, and so we go in there, and within a year I think, because the first year you make the biggest gain, like biggest improvement. Within a year I lost forty pounds. So I was down to one forty and Sean had gone up to one seventy-five. So he had gained quite a bit of weight, which is thirty pounds of muscle, because the dude has no fat on him. Like if you've seen if you've seen him, zero fat. So everything he put on was muscle. Thirty pounds of muscle is a lot. And so within the first year we made such big gains and and I made a lot of weight loss and it and I was forgetting to even jump on the scale which was such a mind-blowing thing to me and not just that we also found community and we found friendships and I wasn't just going for the workout every day I was now going for the people and I was going and as an introvert that says so much because it takes me a lot to get comfortable around people to talk to people things like that and so I was finding myself going for the people and I knew if I didn't show up for like a week or two I would get messages like where have you been and it was just it was just such a breath of fresh air to not be so concerned with the numbers the macros and the scale and I was also seeing results I was starting to see muscle definition I was starting to see my legs grow I was starting to see some abs coming in and it was just it was so nice and it's just I that is why I'm if you've ever talked to me about fitness and I'm like, you need to try CrossFit. And I will always say that probably from here on out for the rest of my life because it made such a big impact on me and I now don't find myself having to talk myself into going to the gym. Like, of course, I go in waves of motivation, but it's just now a habit and I now find myself having to tell myself to take a rest day and it's because it's like I want to go see all my friends every day and I want to do the fun workout that comes up on the whiteboard every day but I uh, you know you, your body needs rest and relaxation and so now I'm having to tell myself to take a break and uh you know, I found myself going to the gym some days now as a coach. It's fun. It's like fun because now I can go and coach and I don't have to work out every single day. Like I can take an off day, but I still get to see my friends and it's like been so awesome. So that's been a huge part of our life recently. And that's the fitness, the fitness piece kind of touched on the business piece. Um, and then the other part of my life That has been recent, because I did also touch a little bit on the faith piece, which I can go into more detail later in my testimony, but I now have a book addiction, which I never thought I would say that, because I've read here and there, but I've never been so consumed with reading, and I have a friend at my gym, Hannah, shout out if you're gonna listen to this, but she had, I had written a few, written, written, oh my gosh, I've not written a few books, I have written, is that even a word? Anyways, I've read a few books, and I liked them, kind of, now, now looking back, I'm like, okay, they weren't that great, and I was like, okay, you need to read these, and she's like, yeah, I have a book, and so she gave me Verity by Colleen Hoover, and if you've read it, you know, it is kind of On the darker side, it's a little twisted, it's a thriller, so it's kind of like watching a scary movie a little bit, but in book form, and I read that book, and I, ever since then, I've just been hooked. That was at the beginning of September, so it's been about two months, and in those two months, I have read 17 books, and when I say it out loud, it just, it blows my mind, because I was not a strong reader in high school whatsoever, it was actually one of my worst subjects, and now I just can't put them down. I've read so many Colleen Hoover books. I was on that train for a while, and then I decided to venture out into other authors. And I have now been utterly consumed with the Acatar series. So if you don't know, that is Court of Thorn- Thorns and Roses series by Sarah J. Moss, and I am in that world completely. I am completely consumed. I can now see how people go and dress up and go to those like festivals and things. I can't remember what they're cosplay. I can now see people how people do that because you get so utterly consumed in this world that's not real. But it's like watching like a movie and you're just so consumed in the movie. And you just really love the characters and the world and things like that. It's, it's just a form of entertainment like anything else. And so I am now reading that series and I am in the middle of the third book and I just love it. I, it's so mind-stimulating reading. I kind of forgot, like, I just would watch so much reality TV and watch so many shows, and that's great, and I do wish that there is gonna, that they would create an ACOTAR series that I could visually, like, watch, because I think that now reading the series, I just crave that, kind of like a Game of Thrones, which I haven't watched the whole series, but I can now see if people have read the books why they'd want the TV show, but I, it's just so mind-stimulating. I feel like my vocabulary is getting better, and I'm able to verbally express things better, and I'm just really enjoying it for the time being. It's so relaxing. I've been spending my weekends doing that, and I kind of tend to go overboard sometimes I'll sit there and I'll read for like six to eight hours and have a hard time putting it down and going and doing the things that I need to do especially on the weekends like cleaning and grocery shopping and things like that but I I just love I love it right now and I think I've been reading listening to some podcasts about the books I've been reading If, if that's something you want me to talk about like if you're like I've read that book I'd love you to do a podcast episode on it I will 100% do that and give my full and utter opinion because this is the unrefined podcast so we are not holding back here we are putting our full opinion out there without I mean obviously I'm not going to be rude or anything because that's not my innate nature but I am going to fully give my opinion and what I believe because what I believe might be different than what you believe and that is a hundred percent a-okay because we are different people and God made us differently and we are not supposed to be the same. So if we were, that'd be so boring. It'd be, it would just be so boring if we all just believe the same thing and just walking around and we're all the same. Like, no, that's so boring. So, I'm just here to give my opinion if you re- relate cool if you don't I'm I want to hear like what what do you believe that is different and why and I, I love that discussion and I genuinely believe that you can have discussions with different beliefs without getting mean and I think that that is a beautiful thing if you can do that and you know because you if you go from it from a point of love and like i really believe in this but i'm gonna be open-minded and listen to you and even at the end of me listening to you if i don't agree necessarily or believe what you believe and we can just walk away and be like okay that's fine we're different people i think that's a beautiful thing and i think that that should happen more often in our society so that's kind of the unrefined i'm not gonna put myself through a filter anymore uh but just know coming from me I my innate nature isn't to cuss all the time or you know be mean be nasty so that's not what this podcast is going to be not because I'm holding myself back but more so like that's just not who I am as a human being so it's a kind of a safe space here to be yourself but I'm gonna be respectful because that's just who I am as a person so yeah that's pretty much it for my story uh and everything I wanted to go into when it came to that. Now, I kind of want to end this podcast on the last note on making friendships as an adult. As a woman in her 20s, I think I don't have any kids. So, I am 28 with three dogs and a husband. That's that's it. I don't have kids yet. So, I can't really come from that perspective but I do have friends that are moms because I am in my later 20s and I do have a good amount of friends that have kids and I think I have an interesting perspective on that because I'm very now aware of, you know, they can't just drop everything and go out and it is hard and and I think that us as women, being a little bit more understanding of each other could be a good thing, but also understanding what what it takes to cultivate a friendship, right? So, making friends later in your life. So, a little bit on me is I had probably one best friend growing up, and we ended up parting ways when we were about 20, maybe 19, yeah 20, and we had kind of a falling out situation, but she was my best friend growing up, and I thought we were going to be best friends for the rest of our life. I thought we were going to be in each other's weddings, things like that, and looking back on it, I don't think either of us were toxic people. I just think together we were toxic. We didn't have the same beliefs. We didn't really align on a lot of things. I was an athlete, and she was more into choir and that type of thing, so we didn't have a lot of good foundation. (laughs) It was more like we were friends from a young age, and we just kind of were comfortable with each other, and so I, my competitive nature did not run well with her personality, which is 100% fine, and so we parted ways, and then I never really had any best childhood friends after that. It was more like, okay, I don't really have any super close friends. Now, I need to make friends, and so I had a lot of ups and downs when it came to women that kind of not, it made me have a wall up with women. So, I had a lot of guy friends growing up and that I kept at arm's distance because you're never really going to be like super close with a guy, you know. So, that was comfortable with me and I was an athlete and I was comfortable around guys and my dad was like one of my best friends growing up and I had a brother and I was just super comfortable in that environment. And I think too, my mom and I growing up, had a little bit of a strained relationship because we butted heads a lot because we're both very passionate individuals and headstrong and so we have definitely grown our relationship now into something really awesome but um I had a really hard time making friends with girls like I just and I also got to a point where I was like I just it's not in the cards for me. It's not meant in the cards for me to have a big group of girlfriends or to have a friend that I'm super close with. And, and I think that was the enemy speaking because we, when, when we are alone, we are so much more susceptible to what the enemy is telling us. And so I definitely believe that for a while. And then I found God and, I realized, and really when the, I went to this, it's called Freedom Weekend, and you go through a whole Bible study, and then you go to this Freedom Weekend, and one of the things that I really had put on my heart that weekend was my relationships with women, and I actually had another woman pray over me about that, and it was crazy how God works. I mean, you know, you'd, you'd think that I would realize that by now with all the things that God has done in my life, but it's still, he still surprises me so much. So, I ended up then going and leading a group, and when I put myself out there, because I am an introvert, when I put myself out there, I was so rewarded with that, and I ended up actually meeting one of my, not one of my best, she is my best friend, and when I, I met my best friend in that group like we were so much alike. I was just so comfortable around her and come to find out we both went through a lot of trials together so that what I mentioned with going through divorce, she was there for me through all of that and I, it was just such an amazing beautiful friendship that I was gifted and to say that too, I want to I make this clear it was a beautiful friendship, but we have gone through our things. Like, we have disagreed on things. She has done things that I didn't love at the time. I have done things that she didn't like at the time. We have dated people that we both didn't like. We're like, girl, what are you doing? And we have gone through our things, but at the end of the day, our friendship was built on such an amazing foundation of God and just understanding of each other, and we both like a lot of the same things that it was just such a god-given friendship and I and at the end of the day no matter what I come back to that and so what I want to say to that is girl friendships they're like relationships whether you like it or not you have to put in the effort like I you have to you have to put in the effort, you have to ask them to go to lunch, you have to make dates, like, I'm not even joking, Sean thinks it's the weirdest thing ever, because guys are so different, but it's true, like, you have to make, you have to do the text check-ins, you have to reach out, if you expect girls to reach out to you, if you make, like, a connection with a girl, and you're like, I think we could be friends, and you don't reach out, and you expect them to reach out, done, like, not gonna happen, you have to put in the effort, And then I think the second thing is, is that you have to have a short memory on the bad. So, we are imperfect, right? We are imperfect human beings. It just, it it is what it is. Like, if you expect everyone to be perfect and treat you exactly how you're supposed to be treated, to an extent. Like, of course, there are... reasons of like, okay, this isn't a good friendship for me. I need boundaries, things like that. I mean, I had that friendship where it just was not a good, it was a toxic, we were toxic together, but the little things like the, you know, she grinded my gears here, so I don't think we should be friends, or she irritated me or you know what I mean she made a bad decision that that's one of those things of like oh she made a bad decision I'm just gonna cut her off I'm just like why like what have you have to think have I not made those mistakes and then wish that I had a friend that would stick it out thick and thin like you just have to have that short memory on the bad. And then also having those conversations of like, I didn't really like when you did that. And also being humble, being, if someone comes to you and says, I didn't really like when you did that. And you know, it was bad. You know, you know, in the back of your brain, you're like, you're like, you know, I really didn't like that. Don't be defensive. Just be like, you know what? You're right. Thank you for calling me out. Thank you for being such a good friend to be here, to tell me that you think what I did was wrong. That mountains, that will move mountains in friendships. Like it's just, and this is coming from a girl who had zero friends, like, did not want to be friends with girls, and so I just think this is coming from a place of wanting to give some insight, and I've been there, and now I just have such a beautiful friendship, and we've both run through so many things, we've both made so many terrible decisions, like, I just, you know, like, and But we've learned from it, and we both know that no matter what, if something was going down, and I needed her to be there, and I called her and I said, I need you, she'd be here in a heartbeat, and vice versa, like, we would, we would be there if it came down to it, and I'm just so grateful for that, and then I think there's also, you know, what they say, there are friendships for a reason, a season, and a lifetime, and I think that's okay. I think, too, like, I've made a lot of friendships that are are more on like a surface level or I have friendships at my gym that like I love them to death but we're not super close yet and I think they can continue to cultivate and grow and at the end of the day knowing that it might just be a friendship for a season and that's okay too because God places people in your life for a reason and so I've definitely learned that but also just Put yourself out there. Have a short memory on the bad when, especially with the little things. Like obviously, there's bigger. Like your, if your friend does something that you morally are like, and no, that's not okay. Uh, and then you have that conversation, and they're defending it. You know, there there are exceptions to the rule, but I think as girls can be very, very judgmental, even if we're not trying to be. Even if we're even if we're trying our best to be. The best, you know, friend, we can we can hold people to higher standards than we'll even hold ourselves, which is crazy. So just, you know, having short short memory on the bad and and just also try to be the friend to someone else that you would want. So just like I would want a friend that would do this, 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 and this. Well, are you doing those things? Are you reaching out? Are you inviting people to lunch? Are you asking if they're okay, you know, when they're not feeling, when you can tell that they're in a bad mood, things like that, just be the friend of someone else that you would want, and if you do that, you'll make friendships, I promise, and then another thing I hear, this will be the last thing that I touch on, another thing I hear is, I just can't find people, like, I, I'm not around people that often, and, and how do you find friends, and it's funny because you, you, now have like such easy access to like Bumble friends and things. I hear about Bumble friends and I'm like, okay, it's not that hard. Like you don't need to get it on an app, like a dating app to make friends. And also that's kind of sketchy at the same time. I get, I don't know. I, maybe I just don't know enough about it, but it sketches me out. But go and do things that you're interested in so like if you're if you like i always go back to working out because that's something i'm super interested in but like i can give other examples but like if you're into working out go work out in like a group class where you know you're going to be forced to socialize with people so like if you go to the gym and people everyone has their headphones on yeah, that's probably not going to be the best place to meet people. But like go to like a dance class or a bike class and like and then sit next to someone and then be the one to reach out and be like, "Hey, I like your shoes, or I like your shirt, that's the other thing with girls, compliments go so far, it is the craziest thing, like, I li- and, like, be genuine, like, don't just, like, give a compliment that you don't believe in, but, like, if you see a girl, and you like her makeup, be like, dang, I like your makeup, like, we're, like, what do you use, you know, like, just simple things like that, and 10, 9 times out of 10, they'll talk your ear off after that, like, it, compliments go such a long way. Just like putting, continuing to put yourself out there, if you stay in your shell, in your bubble, and you're thinking in your head, like, I feel awkward, people are going to feel that, and they're not going to reach out and talk to you, so just try to put yourself out there, and then, like, for another, another example would be, you know, if you have a deep faith, or if you want to get back into church, join a, join a small group, join a small group with other ladies that are your age, and that might, be into the same things that the same season of life as you. So, I know there are so many mom groups out there, young mom groups and uh, young adult groups, especially like right out of college where you're like, man, I was forced to be around all these people and I had so many friends and now I'm like in a job with all these old people and there's so many young adult groups. Find a church that offers those things. Just because you go to a church doesn't mean you have to stay there if it doesn't offer an environment for you to be around a community that you're of like-minded individuals, right? So, like, you might love your church and you've gone there since you were five years old, but if you're like, I want to find a a young adult group, it's also okay to go to another church and find a young adult group and still maybe go to your church on Sundays, like, things like that. So, those are just some tips, and then, like, if you're really into art, maybe try and find a group of, ladies that want to go do a paint and sip or something you know like like just like little things to put yourself out there and it can be so scary at first to commit to those things especially if you're only going by yourself but I promise you that if you go there's very few times that you're gonna regret it and I just that's just something that just find something that you're interested in, maybe a book club, that's something I've been kind of thinking about of, like, man, it'd be so cool to, like, have a book club and, like, be able to talk to other women about this book that I'm reading, because, you know, I try to talk to my husband about it, and one, he won't read it, which is so frustrating, but I also know, like, that it might not be his thing, and that's totally cool, so, like, let me find a group of ladies that are into that, because, that would be so fun. So, yeah, you're not, if you just stay in your home and go to the grocery store and, you know, stay in your little bubble and you're not going to the events of things that you like, you're not, you're not gonna, no one's just gonna pop up at your front door and be like, hey, I want to be your friend, you know. Um, so, that's just my encouragement for, building friendships that's just something I hear a lot of like I'm having such a hard time finding friends at a later, later season in life and maybe you do have friends but you want to make it's not like the best group and you want to make more friends you can always put yourself out there just a little bit more so that's just my encouragement for this this podcast episode and where I want to start things off with a bang and with that being said we can you can all be my bestie if you're listening, this, if you've gotten this far, we're pretty much besties. Like, you know so much about me now. And so I'm always available. Reach out on socials. If you wanna go get coffee? If you wanna go get lunch, Hit me up. I work from home. So I can always take an hour to go and have that coffee and have that lunch with you and just girl talk. I'm all about it now. I if you would have talked to me five years ago, you would be shocked. You would be shocked that I'm saying that. But it's so true. And I'm just I'm grateful for the girls and ladies that I do have in my life now that have shown me that, and shown me friendship, uh, specifically my bestest friend in the whole wide world, Lizzie, love you if you're listening to this, she probably won't because she's so busy, but um, have just shown me what, like, true friendship is like, and, and the extra steps, and the extra mile that I went actually paid off, and showed me that, okay, the extra effort does matter, so I won't talk your ear off anymore about that, but if you like this podcast, please give it a like, give it a review, stay tuned. If there's something that you want me to specifically touch on, a book, a business thing, a fitness thing, my DMs are always open. Just shoot me a DM on Instagram and and I'll, you know, I'll work it in. So, it was so fun talking to you. I just feel like I'm like in a girls' group right now, just like talking about all the fun things. Um, and of course, if there's any guys out there listening, you're obviously welcome to. You can you can go ahead and shoot me some ideas. But you know, this one's kind of for the girlies. And maybe maybe one day I'll bring my husband on here and we can have like a bro talk about about other things. But uh, there's no limits it's the unrefined podcast. It's just whatever we want to talk about and we're going to lay it all out there. So thank you so much for listening and I look forward to talking to you next time. Bye guys.